Hi, I'm Sandra. This is a show of conversations about motherhood, parenting, and all the good stuff we call life. Follow me as I spread mommy joy and share my stories. This is a different kind of mommy. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Sandra Sims, and we are at A Different Kind of Mommy. I'm here with my special guest today, Heather. Hi, Heather. Hi, Sandra. Thanks Hi, for everyone. <laughs> Thanks for being with me today. Our topic for today's podcast is special needs mommy. So Heather's going to go all into talking about her experience as a mother and a parent of a special needs child. Before we get into that, how you doing? I'm doing great. Nice. Yes, how have you been? I'm doing good. good. I feel like we haven't seen each other in a long time. Yes, in a long time. The last time I think we really sat down and talked, you had three kids. May, yes. may have been two, but I think it was three. I and remember your was, daughter and your son, and then the, the third one was coming along. Yes, yeah. and so now we are on number four, and our last. Are you sure it's your last? Come on, oh, yes. Heather. <laughs> I get this question all the time, I'm and sure I promise you do. <laughs> it's sure the last. <laughs> So what's it like to be a mom of four kids? So you have three sons and, and a daughter. Yes. So you don't I want that one more girl? No. no. <laughs> Any other questions? <laughs> four kids no. is a lot. It is a nice. lot. Okay. It is a How lot. How was life with four kids? Busy, yeah. to say the least. Um, I'm crazy. surprised your eyes are open. <laughs> you know, the only reason I think that I'm even half sane is because I have a village behind me. Good. Which includes my parents, my sisters, my brother, just... Yeah, and you have a big family. Yes. So I love that. That does help. Okay, before we get into it, okay. let's introduce yourself. Tell okay. us a little bit about you and your family. I want to hear about your kids. How okay. old are they and where they are in life? Okay. So um, I'm Heather, as we've already been introduced <laughs> to. And uh, my immediate family consists of uh, my husband. We could call him... His name is Joaquin. We call him Jack. Um, I have four children. How long have you guys been married? Oh, gosh. Ooh. We have been, been married, it will be 13 wow. years this year. Wow. So, yes. Um, in August. Okay. And so, okay. yes. But we were friends for a long time, and so we get each other, and now we have all these this craziness, four of them running around our house, and so things are good. Good, um, good. Our oldest um, is Michael. Mm -hmm. He's 10. Uh, then we have our... Miss Princess, Miss Diva, Ava, and she's nine. Wow. We have a six-year-old, Christopher. Yes, see, those are the three I remember. Yes. yes. And yes. now we refer to him as the baby. Okay. But that's Alexander, and he's three. Okay, so you do still have a little baby toddler. Okay, yes. good, yes. good. So you're still kind of in that new mommy phase with a three-year-old. Yes. But from a familiar standpoint because yes. you have the other kids. Yes, definitely. And this guy is... Um, much crazier okay. than the rest of them because he's trying to keep up with his brothers and his big sister. And so um, there's definitely, you know, from kid number one to kid number four, there's definitely a lot less worry about things. And, you know, they get the bangs on the heads mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, you're okay. Yeah, you're not, you call know. me when you're dead. Yes, yeah. exactly. If something's <laughs> hanging off, come see me. <laughs> so do you feel like now with four kids, you're like a seasoned mommy or you're still like learning with oh. every kid, with every instance? How, do you, how does that feel? I, you know, I, I think it's maybe 50-50. Yeah. I feel like as, um, even with having kids with special needs, and it's different from child to child, it has, it is just an experience in itself for each individual. It's familiar, 
So it makes it a little easier when I do it the first time or um, it kind of, you know, you're kind of numb to it because the next time the kid hits the head, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, yeah, that was yeah, okay, yeah. you know. I've seen that before, that kind of thing. How's life with Ava as the only Oh, as the only girl, my diva. But at least she has you, so it's kind of like yes. yeah. So it's me and mommy kind yes. of thing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> my diva. Oh. <laughs> my mother always tells me, she's constantly telling me, you were nothing like that as a child. And I was like, mom, I've been trying to tell you for years that it wasn't ever a problem. <laughs> you keep telling me I was. <laughs> she is special. Yeah, and um, she is bossy. And she is, knows what she wants. See, that might work out great for the future. You might, yes. you might have a, you might have a good leader right? on your hands. Yeah. True, yeah. true, because those are some things like that a, you need. A, but boss, a, a boss girl on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> she's emotional though too. Well, hey, she's at that age, that know. nine year old age, and I always try to talk to the people around me. Like, is it just me? <laughs> Am I the only one suffering? And they're like, No, <laughs> we are feeling the same thing. And so, is she bossy of the boys? Does she, oh yes, she, yeah. She thinks she's the boss of everybody. Wow. I've I was just having a conversation today trying to um, talking about my relationship with her and my just all of my children and how over the years I have tried my hardest to be the person that they listen to with just you know a, a calm tone mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. like my parents used to give me that eye that side eye yeah, yeah. and I'd straighten up really quick I've been working for years so it's not working with nope <laughs> Close. I do admire some of those people because I have some friends that oh they would look goodness. at their kids, get just get that look. I I wasn't one of those kids. Like my father would hit us. <laughs> that's how you. That's how you got the hey. message. Oh, I know what a thing it feels like. But it was more mental than anything else, yeah, and I'm trying to get that with yeah, my kids. No, kids are not scared these days. Oh, and gosh, the look, not. like I I'm trying. My daughter is about to be two, right? And mm -hmm. so I've really Ooh. tried that calm discipline, <laughs> right? And I'm right? really trying not to raise my voice. And for the most part, I don't, but I'm really trying to, I'm trying to teach her that look so that mm -hmm. when we're in public, mm -hmm. she's not melting down and I get that look. <laughs> that shit's not working. Oh, it's not going that to work. Yeah. yeah, You make yourself feel better and think that, and oh, she laughs at me. She's like, bitch, act, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you really want to go there? Because I'll go yeah, there. She, me and, and my two-year-old self. And I'm just like, oh, I got to try harder. Or someone needs to teach me. But I think that she's not. that look is not going to apply to her. Yeah, yeah, I have one at home, See, too, okay. with all of them. It's different. It's oh. just different. And trying to, like, find that, our relationship and kind of that space where where I can be a mother, but then be someone that you can also talk to. Yeah, Especially in a house full of boys. Yes, yes. I like that. Mm -hmm. Is it working? Or is this I think still it news? is. Okay. I think it is. There's a difference from even from last year to this year. Good. And trying to like talk to her as an adult, but still understanding that she's a child. Yeah, it's, it's growing pains, yes. right? So mm -hmm. it's going to be like these preliminary conversations we have you have with her to when she's a teenager mm -hmm. until she's a young adult. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you probably have to do that even with the boys, right? Yes. So they're both they're all going to be different, but yes. still maintain that relationship. Exactly. I like exactly. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like because I didn't have that with my parents, right? So my mom was just my mom. There's no confusion. <laughs> she wasn't my homie. My dad <laughs> was not my my friend. Right. You know, so right. it's kind of like it's 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 a different age yeah. now, but I do want like my daughter to understand that I'm your mom and I want you to talk to me about everything, but you can't tell me you just sucked somebody's dick, right? Like, oh, we are not, we're not friends. No, ever. <laughs> we're not friends. 
Like that better not even try to kind of formulate out of your mouth because we're going to have some problems. Right, we're not. Like I've obviously done something wrong. So when I hear people say, oh, my mom is my best friend, I'd be like, mm, no, like I could tell my best friend what I just did last night. Yeah. Like, that's a best friend. Like no. you can't, you can tell your mom that because I've yeah. never seen that. So right. I want it to be, you know, something that's, pr- that's, that we can't forget is that it's about the way you make people feel too, right? Agreed. So you as an adult may Agreed. understand yes. that we ain't homies like that. Yes. But as long as my daughter feels like she can tell me anything, yes. good Lord, I hope it's not that. You're right. But, because you know? we have that relationship with different friends, right? Yes. Like you might have a friend that you like, you know, I got your back. Mm-hmm. I got your, you have my back, mm-hmm. but we might not talk about sex together. Mm-hmm. We might not talk about right. finances together, right. right? But we have that clear right. understanding of like, we have each other's back. Exactly. You're right. So I want my daughter to grow up in a place that she knows that I'm her mom, I'm a disciplinarian, I'm going to make sure she follows the right yes. track. But I want her to know that, yeah, you can have a good time with me. I want you to talk to me and I want you to come to me so yes. I can help you with things. Definitely. Yeah. That is my goal too. Yeah. Good. <laughs> for all of them, but especially for her in today's day. So talk to me about your special needs kids. Which one has um, special needs? So I have uh, Michael, who's 10. He's okay. the oldest. He is on the spectrum. He has okay. autism. We um, discovered it about age two. Okay. And um, he has an educational diagnosis um, along with my six-year-old, which is I mean, we kind of knew it was happening anyways. You, see, Even though the kids are a lot different from mm-hmm. each other, you see signs. Okay. Um, and so he is, I wouldn't consider it newly diagnosed, but it's a, it's um, fresher, I guess, okay. than him, but than Michael, but it's, um, it is very different from one another. Okay, so is, is the six-year-old one, is this one Chris? Yes, Chris. This one's Christopher. Mm-hmm. Is Christopher, on the same spectrum as Michael. So talk to me, let's yeah. let's back up a little bit okay. because as someone who doesn't know much of autism or special needs in general, mm-hmm. is the right term for you as a mom, as someone who doesn't want their kids be put in a box and mm-hmm. with labels, what do you call it? Do you call it special needs? Do you call it autism? What what would you like it addressed as for I you am family? I'm really open to that. Okay. Uh, because I understand that everybody doesn't have the same experience mm-hmm. that I have. I didn't have it before I had it, kind of thing. And so it is learning. Um, nothing offends me. And anytime I get an opportunity to educate, I'm all good. For it. I like you that. Know? Yeah. Good. You can't be offended by that stuff. It's like, unless, until it's happening to everybody around us, yeah. then yeah. you can't expect people to understand. Yeah, it's true. I think that that's a great outlook to put it because I think unless you're in it, you don't know. Right, so, exactly. So my depth of research is not going to be what you've researched and yes. how you experience in life. And so you are going to have a lot of people who are ignorant to mm-hmm. to terms and ignorant to experiences yes. and circumstances. So I like that you use that as teaching opportunities yes. where it's not like, I'm not offended, it's not disrespectful, but let me teach you so right. you know moving forward. Exactly. I like that. Exactly. Okay. So they're both... Are they both with autism? Because yes. I know they have different kinds of special needs. Yes. Okay. So both of them have autism. Um, it is something that hadn't popped up in our like family lines before. Okay. Okay. And so, so it's not like a hereditary no. thing. At least I don't. Is not our, until now. Is autism <laughs> hereditary? So you know, it kind of depends on who you talk to. Okay. I don't understand. This is what they tell us. They tell us that it can't be passed. It's. It's not genetic, you can't pass it down, but it is prevalent 
within families. So meaning, it sounds like some genes, some family may carry certain kind of genes, but, but you it, can't pass it down. So Which meaning, is weird to me, because what, what it, it kind of oh, means the same. It means Does the that same mean it's genetic? <laughs> it means it's genetic, but different than like, so what it sounds like it means to me is that you and your husband do not have it, but you might carry some genes. Possibly, Some family yes. members might carry some genes, but you and your husband don't have it. That so, sounds good. Yeah. The problem is nobody knows. Yeah. There's still so, there's so much gray when it comes yeah. to autism. It's just nobody knows. Right. And and it's like, no, it didn't pop up before. Now that it's here and now that I have two children and we're st we still need to test the baby mm -hmm. to make sure that, you know, it has happened again. what about the daughter? How? She's, she's typical. Okay. She's has and but we tested her early too okay after michael we made sure because it can it can pass down okay. through the family and <clears throat> now with my children with them with ava i will have to have conversations about understanding that Dealing, because coping. it's in your yes yes immediately and for your future yes understand that because you have a for now ava, you'll have the gene Yes. And there's a possibility that you can have your own children. Yes. And so you need to think about those things now that we're armed with information. So I wonder now, does that mean that now the boys who have the autism, mm -hmm. can they also pass it down and get autism there? Or does it like skip? It could. It's not. Nobody knows. It, because wow. it doesn't mean, <clears throat> excuse me, it doesn't mean that it has to happen the next time. Right. They just really don't know. They don't know. Yeah. And with Michael and Christopher, they are, um, there's, so there is this range of autism. Is that what the spectrum the is? The spectrum. Okay. Yes. And so there is a higher functioning level of autism where you can, you know, read and write, you have higher intelligence, you look like, you know, what we consider typical kids, um, but you have some social and maybe emotional differences okay. because a lot of it is, is the deficits are there. Okay. The differences are there. And then you have the other side of the spectrum, which is where you could have no speech at all. Right. You could even be in a diaper. You could, like, there's a totally opposite end of the spectrum. A lot of the time when you're on the the end of the spectrum where you're nonverbal, um, you may have other things going on too. And so that's why they're not able to get potty trained or they're not able to mm. learn, but it could be other factors that mm. are kind of in there going on. So who initially diagnoses you with autism? Is it like something that parents see signs and start reaching out about? Is it teachers or is it doctors? Who mm -hmm. initially gives this diagnosis of autism mm -hmm. and where you fall within that spectrum? Mm -hmm. So for us, it was, I had a little bit of a background of my educational background. Okay. So I was aware that it was out there. And so I was, especially 10 years ago, it's a lot different than today, even though it still needs a lot of work um, with just awareness itself. Um, but 10 years ago, people kind of knew about it, but didn't really talk about it And as didn't much. want to talk about didn't it, right? It was a lot of embarrassment it. around it. Definitely, yeah. definitely. And so I had some educational background. I had worked with children in my um, undergraduate um, um you know, like classes, the clinic that I worked in um, to kind of expose me to this. So I understood that they existed to say, right? And my mother also has an educational background, so she was aware that these things were out there. So when I started having my children, I had that. Good, so you had some knowledge. I had some knowledge right. and it makes a difference because when I watched my children as soon as I had them, pregnancy was fine. I didn't have any big issues, all normal pregnancies, all to term, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, Michael, for instance, and Christopher, they were born, they hit their milestones. And so they were walking when they were supposed to, you know, within the So developing as they're supposed to, following it within was there. the charts. Okay. Battling was there, but the, with both of them, the thing that first kind of popped up was the speech. 
the babbling started, but it didn't get beyond that. Okay. And so it was, it wasn't. It wasn't getting, a formulation of words and yes. maybe sentences and sounds. Not where okay. it should be. Right. Not where it should exactly. be. Okay. So for, in my experience, it took me to understand because I had that, that background to kind of help me along. He had a, Michael had a new doctor. Oh, he's fine. Boys are later. Mm. Don't worry about mm. it. And I'm we tend to say his, that, right? Yes. Boys are later. Yes. Yes. But I knew that there was something different. Okay, so I like that, Heather. Why? Mm -hmm. I like that. Why? Because we talk about, as parents, we have to be the advocates yes. for our own children. Definitely. And while there is stigma out there around boys are slower, girls are faster, boys take their time to do all of this, you knew that in your heart, even with your educational background, with your experience of being in it, you're like, there is like your mommy gut telling you something is not right. Yes. Even though you had this different doctor and you're going through these different things and you never experienced this before. You just had some mm -hmm. knowledge around it. You just knew mm -hmm. that something wasn't right. So you knew instantly because of the speech. Yes. And that was the first kind of trigger. Okay. That made and me you started paying think, attention. Mm -hmm. I started paying attention. I started talking to my mother about it. When we had the doctor's appointments, I started talking. And does and do your conversations kind of go like, hey, mom, I kind of see this delay in him. Do you mm -hmm. think it's autism? What do we think? And should I look? How does how does that look? Like, what is that conversation you tell yourself? Hey, Heather, here's Michael. Mm -hmm. What am I seeing? Mm -hmm. What am I hearing? I know it was important to me that because of my background, I understood how important it was to not be embarrassed because it's pretty ridiculous if you ask me about something like this to the point where I could um, kind of delay his learning, right? And so initially when I seen these things, I told myself, of course you don't want it to see it, but I seen it and I wouldn't ignore it. Right. It was the obvious things like the eye contact wasn't there. Mm. The speech was not developing. And so these things kind of made me pay an extra bit of attention. I talked to my mom, started talking to the doctor. He's like, oh, no, he's okay, he's okay. But I kept pushing it. And I was like, you know what? I went to my regional center, which is, um, is offered within every city. It's free testing services that you can um, test you get an educational diagnosis if it comes to that, but there's psychologists there. I like that. So yes. I can link this in the show notes. This is good information. Yes. So mm -hmm. if you're possibly someone who think that your, your child may have autism, you can go to these different regional centers. Yes. Every city has them and you can yes. find out education. I like that. Yes. So I'll link that up in the show notes. And it's okay. not just autism too. It's any kind of disability. Any kind of, okay. And it is free. It's free before the age of three. By the time they hit age three, then your public schools, your public educations, they are required to do the testing then, and it's still free. Okay, good. Yes. So you have resources, at yes. least preliminary yes. resources. Yes. Okay. So we went to our regional center. We started doing the testing, even though everybody was telling me, at least doctors were telling me, oh, he's fine, he's fine. So finally we went to the regional center, we had him tested, and he received an what we consider an educational diagnosis. So w explain to us, what is an educational okay. diagnosis? Um, so it is not a medical diagnosis, but so not like a medical, like a clinician or like a, a psychiatrist, doctor, right. a doctor. Okay. Right. Did not give this diagnosis, but a lot of the times they won't do it young. Okay. And so, but the school systems, they will test early and they'll give what's considered an educational diagnosis. And this is all, at least in California, because this is my experience, this is all you need to get services starting there. Okay. So you don't need a, no. a medical doctor's nope. diagnosis. And most likely they will probably agree with each yes. other once they find that findings can you can take that findings to a medical doctor and, and that's they will exactly agree. what okay. we did yep 
good yep. good yep. i like it okay so now you receive this educational finding for michael mm-hmm. around two years old mm-hmm. what happens next so then comes um anything to kind of help him along because we know that with autism i've learned over the years that with autism that if you do early intervention, it can be the difference of night and day. Mm. And so you want to make sure that you are get speech therapists um, in with them or um, physical therapists if they have issues there because kids with autism um, may not have like fine motor skills. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. My children, their motor skills were fine. It was speech. It was the social it was the communication. It was the eye contact. It was the things that we take for granted. Right. Like right. you and I can sit here and have a conversation. I can stop. I can expect you to speak. Mm-hmm. I can read your body language. And with kids with autism, that those you cues find it. and it stuff, wasn't there. it wasn't there. And they oh. don't. They can't pick up on it either. So with Michael, for instance, he is very. When I talk to him, when anyone talks to him, to have the most successful conversation with Michael, you, um, it, everything is taken literally. Really? Yeah, so they are very literal. They're okay. very real. Okay. Um, as he grows older. So give me an example. So um, if I said something when he was younger, like, um, oh gosh, um, oh, you're tripping. Say, for instance, like that, something that's very kind of gray. And he's like, no, I'm walking fine. Okay. You know, for example, yeah. right? But as he's gotten older, because you know, kids, they learn they to learn. They yeah. learn around them. He does have that gray. Okay. But it has to be taught. Yes. It's not just there. Got it. Yes. I got it. Yes. Okay, so speech started. You did you get him speech therapy? Is that yes. what started for you? We started speech therapy. He didn't need the behavioral um, I'm sorry, he didn't need the physical therapy okay. because he was fine there, but we started initially with speech therapy. Okay, and how did that go for him? Um, it went well. Good. And is so, he still doing speech therapy? Yes, he is. Good. Yes. Good. And so and we try to supplement the schools will give him some. We try to supplement as much as we can, but it's expensive. Mm. But there are resources like the Universities okay. usually have like student programs okay. where the students will do it, and cl- and uh, clinicians are with them, kind and, of and overseeing. And probably has to get some hours for lab work and exactly. stuff like that. Okay, and it's much cheaper. Good, those kind Good. of things. And so those are the kind of things that we have done over the years. Speech therapy, we've done it with the universities. Um, my sister and I, we even went to um, when they do like what is it called, like learning the law mm. when it comes to autism and what schools are required to offer mm. you and required to do. So we went to seminars and we've been to anything that we get our hands on to kind of learn what to expect, the fight that we had in front yeah, of us, and kind yeah. of just be armed with everything that we could be armed with. So does he have to go to special schools because of this? So he is currently in a regular school. He goes to Stonebrae, okay. which is located in Hayward. Public? It is a public mm-hmm. school. And he is in a classroom that focuses on children with autism okay so he's in a specific class yes who can give him the core the core teachings and education yes. that he need but within a regular school yes. a regu- regular educational institution yes. and so what's happening with him he's now in the fifth grade he is in this core classroom that is has a teacher and four paraeducators because you tend to have um, a smaller kind of teacher to student ratio mm-hmm. in these classrooms, more focused, right? And he is mainstreamed out for his 
like English mainstream out for his But I like that because then he gets to be with other kids, right? You're not siloing them. Exactly. So he doesn't feel like something is wrong with me and I can't fit into the world. And they're slowly introducing him to life, right? Like you have to mingle in life. Exactly. I like that. And it's tough. Yeah, of course. And over the years, like we started in kindergarten when we went there and over the years it was like, okay, let's try this Mm -hmm. because... Um, he he does learn. He has we you know he gets when he was younger, for instance, trying to test him. He was all over the place. Yeah. And so we knew he was smart. We knew that he's capable of learning. But you have to get it on paper. You gotta right. you gotta test him, and they want to be able to have him sit and that kind of thing. So it was hard at first, but it was there was enough of it. He proved himself in the classroom okay. enough that he was able to mainstream out to these um, classrooms with typical children doing the work that they're doing. Good. He may have an aide with him or one of the pairs with him to kind of modify if it's necessary. And then over the years, he gets better and better at t- being tested. And so now he will sit and he will take the test. Nice. And he may get tired of it. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. We're I mean, not done with the test, but he's done. Well, shucks. We and get then, like <laughs> that, right? Right. <laughs> we, get, <laughs> we get like Exactly. Yeah. And so last time he was tested, off the charts. I was like, yeah, I already knew that. Wow. And so we know he's capable, but if he doesn't want to be bothered, he's just not going to be bothered. So how is his speech right now? It is, you can have a conversation with him. He, it is not like how we can flow back and forth. It's not that smooth. Okay. And so he may think a lot more about something, or he may even sometimes space, you know, like he'll start to talk about something. You can see that he's in his thoughts and then you do a Michael and he comes back Lose to him you and like, then and then Got that it. kind of thing. But still, overall, that is his only disability right there, that portion? It is or? the most obvious. Okay. Yes. Mm. And so, but a lot and of And is it, it still even obvious? Because kids are like that in general, right? Yes, I think because it's also coupled with the social piece. Okay. And so he is, kids with autism are like naturally loners. Because that social piece is hard for them. So talk a little bit about his personality. Okay. What? How is his personality? Oh God, he's a smart ass mm-hmm. to begin with. See, <laughs> look at that. I mean, this boy. Smart ass is our He does. He likes the interaction, but sometimes he just doesn't want to be bothered. Okay. And so I think the biggest like kind of example is like I understand even when I won't don't want to deal with it in this society, there's expectations of me. Mm-hmm. I'm expected to sit and talk with someone and even if I'm like right now, I'm feeling like, God, I want to get out of here. Right. I don't want to be you here know, anymore. Sit, yeah. I'm sitting here until I'm done and I'm having my conversation and then I will politely say, okay, goodbye, nice to meet you, whatever, and go. So he Michael, would, he'll he be in the middle of it. <laughs> he'll be like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> and I would be like, oh, oh. No more, yeah, oh, no more okay. of this, I'm done. <laughs> that okay. kind of thing. So it's like teaching social cues and, you know. Okay. And so he is, I feel like he is a typical 10-year-old. Yeah. But the differences are when he's not bothered, when he doesn't want to be bothered, he doesn't want to be bothered. And yeah. we have to teach him, Michael, you can't do that. You got to, even when you don't want to do something, yeah. sometimes you have to sit and do what you're like, supposed okay, to do. Okay, so I like that. So it's just teaching him a little bit of extra stuff yeah. so that he can blend in. Yes. Or be quote unquote normal. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. So let's fast forward now to Christopher. Okay. Christopher is born. When do you see signs in Christopher? Same his same around the uh, same age, same yes. with the same speech. Yes. Okay, so let's before Christopher, Ava comes along yes. and nothing. Ava's good. Her you know, speech was delayed 
too. Okay. And so it was. She so was maybe you just have delayed that, speech kids. What, yeah. Possibly, right? And so because especially when all the other kind of milestones are happening. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh no, it's happened to Michael. It can happen again. And so I'm looking at her like, I think it may be happening and again. And I've always heard, and I don't know if this is a myth or not, that girls don't really have autism. They don't as much as boys, but but, but they it's still there. get yes, okay, definitely. Okay. I think it's one in four boy, one in four boys. Maybe it's one in four. I forget the stats right now. Okay. But it's crazy how, like, prevalent it is out really? there. Really? But it is much more um, just rampant amongst our boys versus our girls. I wonder why. Yeah. I wish I, I It's wish a really I good question. Yeah. yeah. So Ava's okay. Every, every She turns yes. out negative or doesn't have anything. Mm-hmm. And so now Christopher comes along and yes. it's the same thing. And, so, you know, we're like 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 eagles. Right. Hawks, so you're watching this Watching speech. this yes. boy. Okay. Like, okay. Ava, we kind of seen it happening again. We put her into testing through the regional center, same kind of thing. Um, it turned out that she needed speech, so we started with the speech. We helped her with the speech, and then especially because it was free services, so we so pushed like, that until we couldn't push it to the anymore, end. right? Yes. And then we recognized that her progression was happening okay. where it should be. It was kind of along the typical line. So then, okay, we're fine with her. Good, good. Christopher's coming, and we're like, okay, we see the same things. Af- really afraid because it's it's the whole boy thing, yeah, right? Yeah. So then we start testing You're again. You're high alert now. Okay. Yes. Okay. High alert. We're really paying attention, and it's like sometimes we see some things, and then sometimes we don't. Right. And then you know, like, is this a figment of my imagination? Yes. Is it, am, am I starting I high to project? Alert? Yes. yes. All of that stuff is going through our heads, and so we do the same thing. It's like we're not gonna be in denial and wait till he's five and now he's way behind and right, everything right. else. So we're gonna get into the regional center. We're gonna initially start with speech. We're gonna see his regression, see if it happens, and we can see that it's happening again. So it's not progressing as it did with Ava. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. Yes. And so you take the necessary steps, the same yep, thing. Same thing. With Christopher. Speech pathologist, um, we do the um, we also have um, a it's like play therapy is what okay. it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, with a marriage and family counselor is that what i think she's called (laughs) um and it's like play therapy so it's like that social piece because that's what's missing for a lot of these kids so they'll he'll have an hour um michael and christopher in place and just has that and then that's how she evaluates you want something yes you want something you ask for you don't just snatch it because you want it things like that so so are the same results the same with christopher and michael and that this in that the aspect of they have the same autism the same like spectrum, on the spectrum on, at the yeah. same time so it's so hard with that because it's very similar but it's too hard to tell right now so a lot is still up in yes the air. and it looks like christopher is very similar to what we've seen with michael but you just never know so how's that, his personality how's christopher oh he's a little like lover Oh. He loves snuggles oh, and he loves love like kisses. Yes, he's such a sweetheart. Oh. Like anytime he can be two houses down the block, if I'm like Christopher, give me a kiss, he will run back oh, and give me a kiss. I love that. <laughs> and anybody who asks for kisses and hugs, he's giving kisses. And, and I love hugs. that in a boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's such a little sweetheart. So are they different, Christopher and Michael? I mean, of course, that because of the age, yeah. they're different. Um, Yes. But do you think they're they they're all they both have autism, both may be similar on the spectrum, mm-hmm. but they're personality still different. definitely different. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Michael's pretty laid back, but he's kind of like a laid back smart ass, kind of like mm-hmm. his dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reminds me a lot of him. <laughs> and uh, Christopher, I think, is a little more social. 
Okay. Like at that young age, okay. at least at the one they were about the same age. He's a little more social. He wants to be around the kids a little bit more. Um, he still has a little trouble, like, of course, finding the words to say, come and play with me. But he pays attention Got to it. what's happening around him a little more than Michael did at that age. And you say he's six now? He's six Christopher now. Christopher's six now. Mm -hmm. How his education, what's schooling like for him? Does he now go to that same school yes. that Christopher, that um, Michael did? Yes. And in, that, in that class as yes. well? Okay, good. Yeah. So they're all getting great education around yes. the same thing. Well, as great as it can be in right. California, okay. but don't even start me on that. Gr really? But you know, it. I'm a firm believer in you have, you make what you make out of what you have. Yes. And so I don't rely on Unified, the Hayward Unified School District to do anything for me. That's good. I don't expect them to offer me anything. If I want it, I ask for it. If they tell me no, I ask for it again. But that's a great tip, right, mm -hmm. that we can Definitely. give parents, right? You, Like I said before, you have to be your own advocate. And once you come to the conclusion that your children have this need, you need to ask for it. Yes. You don't need to be embarrassed. A lot of people are faced with this. Mm -hmm. But if you don't get what you need, that's only hurting your child. Exactly. And, and just... It's just not. Do you worth hear a it. lot of no's? Do you? Do oh yes. Really? Oh my God! With Michael coming through him the first time, it's all but left why? and right. I, just because nobody wants to take the responsibility. Take nobody the responsibility, wants to pay deal for with it. it. Nobody. All of it. It's about money. It's about, and it's not only the fault of the district. It's because the funds. The funds aren't there. Right. You know, our educational systems yeah. aren't that great. It already sucks for people who yeah. don't have anything. Yeah. Anyways, you yeah. know, and so. I recognize that, but at the same time, I also know my rights. Yeah. And that's what's very important. You have to understand your rights. So where does one find their rights? Oh, gosh. Or understand what their rights Re are? Researching. Researching. Anytime that you can get into any kind of seminar about anything special needs, there's so much information out there now. That's good. We've sat with lawyers. I've, I've even done estate planning to take care of children who may not be able to take care of themselves right. in the future, kind of what that looks like. I've gone... And which is so far in the future, but it's like preparing now. Wow. I'm not the greatest with money. Right. I like to spend it while it's here. Yeah, yeah. And I, we've got a little bit of a nest egg, but it's like we need to think beyond today when you have children with special yeah. needs. You need to make sure that if they're not able to do it themselves, which we're hoping that's not the case, but if they're not able to do it themselves, that they're at least set up financially so they can have assistance to help yeah. take care of them in the it's future. It's so crazy to think because... Children are our future. I swear, I don't know why more funds don't go to children. It's so sad. It is so sad. And then you grow up with like these, this world where it just doesn't give a hell about yep. people and yep. just don't give a hell about like social so needs and justices and stuff like that. And it's, we, we just don't take the time to invest in our children. So it's true. horrible. That's why, too, with Ava being typical and having brothers on the spectrum, trying to make her understand without it being a chore for her that there are differences. We've had to teach her along the way too. Like you can't be mad at Michael because he's laughing at you when you're getting in trouble because his reactions and his emotions are a little different. But that's where I feel like you're doing her a great justice, right? Mm -hmm. You're teaching her the best of both worlds. Agreed. You have brothers who deal who have to you have to deal with differently and you're going to be going into a world that know nothing about your brothers. Yep. So you're gonna have to educate them and so live in true. that. that. That's really, really important. So true. I mean, like, 
everyone needs that mm-hmm. right like i don't have anyone that i'm around who has special needs but i'm pretty sure a lot of people we work with every single yes. day and we're just not aware special needs mm-hmm. who are we're not aware and mm-hmm. so we're we're missing that education so that we could coexist right so, so that i'm not wondering why are you acting that way <laughs> and why am i upset yes. for you acting that way yes you know? and you know it's my children have taught me that because I, in today's day, when I'm out there in the world dealing with people, even at work or like at the mall, at the grocery store, I recognize it just instantly. I mean, but it's, to me, it's obvious, right? You think about all these people who come, all these kids who go to school shootings, all these people mm-hmm. who are losing their minds. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like, they might have some issue. Like, don't get me wrong. I know some folks are just fucking crazy, yep. right? Like, <laughs> that is the truth. Crazy, right? <laughs> but a lot of people might have mental issues that we are just not educated on. Yes. And no one advocated for them. And no one yes. got them help. And or they somebody was embarrassed somebody and didn't was address it. They are embarrassed and yes. they don't know how to talk about it. Yes. And that's where we deal now with a world of colliding personalities mm-hmm. and actions and we just don't know what the hell to do yes. and we need more education or i mean in general special needs like autism is just a sliver yes. of it there's so, so many other special needs things yes. and and we should we should have some kind of resources where we're educated about and it de- yes and definitely teaching tolerance for differences and it's like we've been through this as women as black women as there are so yes. many different factors. Yes. Like we can't forget yes. that. This is just another difference. It's just another, it's how we fat shame. Yes. It's how we, it's it's all, all of that. this. It's all yes. of, this is all just another, di- if we can do it with racism and we can mm-hmm. do it with hate, you can mm-hmm. do it with special needs exactly. and you can do it with mental illnesses. Yes. yes. You're right. This is, yeah. How does home look for all three of for, well so now so now Alexander is here. Yes. He has not been tested yet? Not yet. Okay, but he's three. So he's what's that up? age. What's, what's I up? know. <laughs> you know what? He's number four. So okay. we're like extra lazy yeah. with everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets that way. Yeah. And we just have to go do it. Yeah. And we look at him now. But do you do you look at him and see signs? Oh, it's a, it, it's the same thing that I went through with all of the really? kids, including Ava. Okay. Sometimes we see it, sometimes we don't. Okay. One okay. thing that's that's more apparent with him is that he has a lot more speech. Okay. And I think that's probably a reason that we're just kind of like, eh, we'll do it later. Which so you're we not seeing do. those evident signs like you did with those. He's not talking. as strong. Not as strong as. But then I still see things too. Yeah. You know, and they're so different from from. Child to child to child, like on the spectrum, that I can't. I should know better. I should have already been there and already did my some incentive to go and get him tested. (laughs) A reminder, right? (laughs) Yes. How's the relationship with all four of the kids at home? Oh, they're thick as. Besides the natural sibling relationships, they're good. Yes. Um, Good. The the boys drive me crazy because all they do is. Just tear the house up, <laughs> wrestling, and just the pillows on the and couch. You're outnumbered. Oh, you're outnumbered. Gosh, it's girl, rough don't with even boys, get me started. Yeah. The bath. Don't even get me started on the bathroom. Ooh, how oh, many bathrooms do you guys have? Just two, and they are forbidden to come into my bathroom. <laughs> they used to help themselves, and I was like, nope. No more. <laughs> I am not walking in my bathroom and looking at a puddle of piss sitting on the ground Girl, tell, one more time. Don't make me gag. <laughs> so no, so forbidden. So they do. They love each other. Okay. They play well together. Good. Ava has grown up. They were like Irish twins mm-hmm. because they were only a year and three days okay. apart. And so she's grown up 
not understanding some things and being frustrated with him at times, but then teaching her that there are differences. Well, what's autism? We right. finally started talking to her about it. Well, it just means that he processes things differently. It means that he may react to things differently. It may take him a minute to formulate his, yeah. you know, his speech or yeah. his opinion. But you have to have some patience and understanding. I love that she just has this knowledge, yes. right? I just yes. love it. Do you feel that sometimes the cap that she wears to have to tolerate a lot of this is too much? Yes. Weighs her down? That's my worry. Does it seem unfair? Yes. Yeah. And so that is my worry just for the future itself mm -hmm. and just making sure that it's not a chore for her, mm -hmm. that it's something natural. And the first thing that we teach in our house Nothing about special needs. It's about loving each yeah, other. Yeah, right. Because in this Period. house, we don't have special needs, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like we might it be different. We, we are all yep. different, yep. but we exactly. have to coexist together. Exactly. Okay. So talk to me about Heather mm -hmm. as the mom, as the uh -huh. parent. How do you mother them differently? How do you spend time with them all differently? Mm -hmm. What do you? How do you? How does mothering look oh, for gosh. each of them? Um, that's hard because you know my concentration is always away from me. You know, and so when it's time to talk about me, I have to think about it. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, um, you put so much energy. Yes, in everything into around them. me. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It is true. The ways that I probably deal with them differently, um, patience. Um, I need to have it with all of them in different ways, but I need to have a little extra with Michael because of his special needs, and I have to have it a little different with Ava because. She's a girl mm -hmm. in a house full of boys. Mm -hmm. And she's seeing her friends around her with cell phones and she wants a cell phone. Mm -hmm. The kind of things that Michael's not really worried about, mm -hmm. you know, because of the differences. But she's going to prepare you now for Christopher when he's yes. going to want or not want. Right. Things which then like will that. prepare you for Alexander, yes. right? Christopher okay. and the baby, they're still like they're babies. Little. Yeah. And they're still kind of like, they just want to play outside mm -hmm. and they just want to. And so, you know, lots of love and lots of hugs and kisses and just trying to remember that they are all individual kids yeah trying not to project one on the other Good, or that I kind like of thing. That. try not to give ava too much responsibility because michael's capable of it mm -hmm. i may have to explain okay in a different way if i'm requesting him to do something i may have to explain um, more detailed, for instance, versus Ava, but it doesn't mean that he can't do it. Right. Even right. if I need to show him, and I maybe didn't have to show, show her, her, but then that it flips around the other way too. Yeah. The same thing. Which is typical mm -hmm. kid, right? Yeah. Typical kid yes. relationship. Yes. Do you ever feel like, as a parent, you and your husband are overwhelmed or all the time? Yeah. And that's even with my parents, which are huge in our lives. They help with drop off in the morning, taking the kids to school. They help with any time that we just want to get away, me and him, to like the movies, oh. you know, all of that stuff. I My like, sisters. I like that you have a tribe. Yes. Right? I like. Oh, we you, wouldn't know what we would do without them. I was just going to say, how would you, do you know what life would be like without them? I can't even imagine. Yeah. I literally cannot imagine. I am imagine. so envious. Can I just say this? Mm -hmm. I'm so envious with people of a tribe because... First off, you know, I'm not from California. Right. So the only one in California is my sister and I. And mm -hmm. um, she lives far away, you know, in Fairfield from I. So it's about 40 minutes away. And I just don't have that. I'm a single mom, right? Oh, so it's gosh. only me and my daughter. And I have to do everything for myself. Oh. And I'm so envious when I hear people who can, I don't have a babysitter. I don't do, I tell people, people ask me all the time. Oh, is your daughter coming? Uh, yeah, she's coming. <laughs> where, where else would she right? be, right? So I don't have anyone to Hilarious. leave her with. Right. 
and at the same time, <clears throat> while I freaking love that, right? Like, yeah, it's, she's my responsibility. It's my bond. We're thick as thieves, right? Mm -hmm. It's just the two of us. Sometimes I do miss, w wish that I had a little bit of yeah. a break where someone can help me. And I know that my sister would help me at a drop of a dime. Mm -hmm. But just for me knowing that my sister has three crazy kids herself. Right? <laughs> to drop one off, I'm pretty sure to her, it's to like nothing. To mix. But to it's me, it's already I crazy to in here. <laughs> By the time I get to her, I'm already like, woof, forget uh -huh. it, you know? So I do, I do feel like my life would be different if I was in New York, like around my family. Oh, I, you know what? And not to be the bearer of bad news, but you are so correct. Yeah. Because yeah. there is a huge difference of being able to have that support system it, and it not is. having it. Even when all. my mom just, comes and visit, it's like a little bit of a, a weight lifted yeah. off your shoulder. Like to say to my mom, hey, can you watch her while I take a bath? I don't think that I've had a real shower. Oh no God, one judge right? me here oh, since no. before I got pregnant. Like seriously. you got a little guest in there with oh, you? Are you kidding? Just the other day, she climbed in and fully clothed with me while I was showering, okay? So just to have someone say, just to say, hey, mom, can you get me some water? Like oh something like that. It's priceless. It's huge. I just, I, me and my husband, we would not know what to do without my family. Yeah. Just, we, we would be lost. I can tell you right now that these four kids wouldn't be four. <laughs> They'd be probably two. Because not that we actually planned the four. <laughs> because I tell anybody who will listen, yeah. two were planned and two were surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I blame it on my husband. <laughs> but um, I just do not know what I would do without yeah. my family. It's I tough. just even let me give you an example today. We got a Warriors game going on. Which is number one on our agenda list today, we're, right? You see my jersey. Love the we're jersey. going to the game. We're going to the Coliseum. Jealous. We're going to the Coliseum to to the view to the viewing because party. That's the, but that's even see. I would love to even do that. How much are those tickets? Twenty five dollars. So if you want to go, yeah, tomorrow's another day. Look into it. Twenty five dollars. Mm, I'm gonna have to look because that's like doable. It's real. It's really twenty, mm -hmm. but they add the five dollar fee on twenty five dollars. Yeah. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. So tonight, tonight. Warriors fee. Warrior, Warriors fee. Warriors game. Number one priority yeah. in our lives. Yeah. We've got a spring concert that we just oh. found out about two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's required for Ava tonight. We have her, she's a cheerleader, and oh. so she just made a team, and there's a mandatory parent meeting that she's supposed to be at to at the same exact time tonight. So how do we do it? I'm going to uh, California Spirit Elite. My husband's going to- So um, you break it up. We break it up. My sister is, uh, and my both of my sisters, Tanya and Nina, who are huge in, in our lives, are going to be support for Ava at her spring concert. You know, my parents- like, Girl, see? That, it is priceless. It is priceless. So all like me. I'm like, we're going to the Warrior Games. I have to leave work at this time. I got yeah. traffic at this time. I got to pick her up at this time. Don't forget, I got to run home and feed yeah. the dog. Oh, we're going to be out all night. I need to change your clothes. I need some pampers. I need some... All oh, me. Thank God. Thank God I don't have to do that, girl. I'd be like, you know what? I'm going in this some corner in some dark place yeah. and just lay down yeah. for a second. But it's not that bad because yeah. that's the life I know. You know? You know? But then when it comes down to it, though, because we were talking out on the floor with um, my coworkers uh, just yesterday, and we were talking about just talking a bunch of shit about kids mm -hmm. and how crazy they are. 
But at the same time, I wouldn't change a wouldn't, single solitary thing. I wouldn't change None it. None of it. I wouldn't change it because this is my life and yep. my world. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know another world, right? Like yeah. I don't know your world with all that help. I might get all that help and be like, these people drive all up in my nuts. business. I don't want to be around these people, right? But I that don't happens know, too. Right? I don't know that world. <laughs> and like anything else, we always want the greener grass, and yeah. we're always envious of and want other things. But the world that you have is yours is your for greener reason. grass. Yes, yes. It, and I agree. And I love it, right? I, I, I want to have another kid so bad. Oh my god, so bad! I want to have an. I want to have another kid so bad. And I keep saying to myself, do you really want to do this? A single mother with two kids and no finances and no family. And I'm just like, I still because want another Because there's still one. so much joy, though, yes. in it, right? As tough yeah. as it can be sometimes, there's so many positives of just their little crazy little faces. For me, it sometimes <laughs> doesn't even feel like work because mm-hmm. it's just such yep. second nature. Yeah. It's just second nature. Oh, yeah. 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 What do you think God has taught you through having these special needs children? I think it patience. Yeah. Um, that it's not just about me. Taught me to really grow up yeah. and not be so selfish, you know, to just have like that broader acceptance of the people around me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, a lot of just tolerance, yeah. I think mostly. And, it's, and that's from just even with like, elderly folks yeah. or special needs folks or badass kids running around in a store because I've been there before yeah. kind of thing. Like all of it has just opened my eyes yeah. to being a better person and understanding that everybody's on a journey. Yeah. That you cannot judge the people around you because you just never know what's Motherhood going on in their lives. Motherhood in general yes. teaches you yeah. how to be patient. And one of the reasons why I started this podcast for me was because of the lot of a lot of the judgment that I felt like I was feeling from other mothers, mm-hmm. just from other mothers mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. So I really think that just having children alone should definitely th- throw a lot of your judgments out the windows. Like, oh my gosh, you know, it does. It and if it doesn't, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> those are lessons that you learn. Yeah. There's just no doubt about that. It, it changes you. What are some What are some goals you have for your children's futures? Especially, you know, Michael and Christopher. Yeah. In this world where I feel like we still have so much to learn mm-hmm. about, you know, autism and special needs, what do you just what do you just hope for them for the future? My like first step hope is happiness, mm-hmm. right? And success. And what that means for them will be different. Yeah. But it's independence. Yeah. Um it's um just kind of that satisfaction of knowing that you are where you want to be, no matter if you're typical like Ava or if you have special needs like Michael or Christopher. Yeah. Are you part of any like mommy groups or clubs yeah. or stuff? Or well, that, I do that like help there's Facebook yeah. um, for um, just mommy groups in, you know, in general. general. Mm-hmm. And then there's um, autism mommies or special needs. Um, are you friends Genentech. with them? Yeah. Um, I haven't gone because I'm a little shy, why? believe it or not, yeah, when it why? comes to like strangers. Okay. And kind of meeting up outside of like a safe place mm-hmm. like a like social media, mm-hmm. um, I'm a little uh, 
guarded when it okay. comes to that stuff. And so I haven't reached out beyond just kind of having the conversations the and getting and yeah, yeah that kind of thing. Okay. G there is a G spectrum here yes. at Genentech mm-hmm. um, yes. that I am a part of. Good. Um, and you, there's like we have our concert coming up this yes. this weekend, and there is people who need wheelchair access, and you know there's all. Uh, there's a quiet room for kids with autism that have um, really that re- yes, girl, all that wow. stuff is in there. Yes, that have because there's some of them that have auditory yeah. issues. Yeah, and it's like yeah. too much and too loud. But they want to bring their kids. Yes, I didn't even know that. Yes. See, I, I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Is that is Autism Awareness Month? Do you do special things around there? We for do. You? Yeah. We do a walk. Good. Um, we usually do the walk in San Jose mm-hmm. in April. Okay. This year we wanted to try a different one. We're doing the Walnut Creek walk. Okay. That's in November. Okay. Um, but we raise money. Um, our goal is always at least a thousand dollars. We usually do way over that. Um, and we do a walk, and it's fun. The whole family goes out there. Nice. We get t-shirts. You should invite me, and yes, I would love I to come to this walk with you guys. It's a lot of fun. Oh we go out to eat afterwards. I love and, that. Yeah. That's yeah. good. So I feel like your family just sounds perfect, right? <laughs> like you would never know that they're like stumbling blocks, that there's mm-hmm. sometimes you have some difficulties. And I think that's what makes it perfect for you guys. Yes, you it's know? perfect for us. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you so much for being my guests. But before we wrap up, mm-hmm. I always have two questions which okay. I like to ask my guests. Okay. I hope they're not about me because you know I can't answer. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you take care of Heather? That's one of them. It's like I feel like you have some mommy help. Yes. You have some family help. Yes. What do you do to take care of yourself? What does taking your care of yourself look like? You know, it's little things. And that's you know wonderful. Like getting my eyebrows done. Girl, I'm just on looking, fleek right now. Girl, high five to that. I'm looking at your <laughs> eyebrows right now, and I'm just saying to myself, who did these shits? Who did these? They look good. Yes, They girl. look good. It's little stuff like that. Yes. My eyebrows, I get my feet done sometimes. Yes. Even just going to a movie. Um, I'm, I'm a... I'm a little shy with that too movie by myself. I'd rather really? go with yeah. Really? I don't know why. You're like my I sister. Want oh my god. <laughs> I have been going to the movies by myself forever. It's actually one of the things that I miss now that I have a daughter. I have to try it. I've yeah. never actually It's not like a restaurant where the lights are on and people are looking at you. <laughs> yes. This is easy. Movie is perfect. It. I think movie is the perfect place to do it. So I'm going to give you that as a challenge. Okay. You should definitely okay. before challenge 2018 is out. Okay. Go to the movies by yourself. Okay. Get some food and I you're gonna try. be like I'm never doing this shit with people again <laughs> like that's that's how good but you know good. who I am in a movie you probably don't like me cause I'm gonna ask some questions I gotta ask some questions and that's why you don't like to go alone <laughs> see that's exactly why you don't wanna go alone cause you don't have nobody to talk to <laughs> oh, cause it's like I wanna laugh at somebody and I'll be like wait what'd she say cause I was laughing I couldn't hear it and then they're like shh and I'm like look I have some <laughs> you gotta go alone it's a different experience you I'm gonna go try alone. challenge accepted <laughs> At least by the end of the year. By the end of the year. I'm going to at least one in there. One and if movie. I like it that much, I'll probably do it again. Okay. <laughs> okay. So second question. Mm-hmm. How do you keep the relationship and the connection strong between you and hu- your husband? Because you guys play a lot of roles in the house. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of things to keep the family going. How do you make the connection strong so that it's just you and him always on the same page? Communication. Yeah. I think really it's about communication and making sure that we talk about it. Even when it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. even when we don't agree, because um, he doesn't tend to be a talker, mm-hmm. but I am. And so 
he has come to my dark side when it comes to that, and he will have the conversation even when he's uncomfortable. Okay. okay. Um, it's it's really important. And then it's like just little things like our day our days are long, um, and we have extracurricular things for the kids. By the time they go to bed, it's just me and him, and we're we have our little Netflix show chatting that we promise not to watch on our own. I like. That we have I notice couples together. have that. I yes. notice couples. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. I like that when I hear couples say, "Oh, that's my show. We got to watch it together." Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have friends, and I'm like, "Oh, we got to watch it." She be like, "Nope, got to watch that with my husband." I'm like, "Girl, you're a loser. Come on, let's watch this." <laughs> yep, that's but exactly I get why. It. It's like I get little it. things like that to kind of like make it. sure we have some like numbing kind of not thinking about yeah. and it's just the life too. and all. Yeah. yeah, and just fun and and um, you know, God. hang out with each other. Remember that we're here mm. also. So yeah, one day, when hopefully too. they're not, then yeah. we still, still have each other. other. <laughs> right? <laughs> We're working <Yeah>. on that. <laughs> Any tips you have for mommies who are probably just entering this special needs world or that you want to yeah. tell them anything? Mm-hmm. Anything you want to share with them? What their life is about or about to embark on? It is going to be a tough journey. And, but just don't give up. Yeah, You're gonna come up against all kinds of obstacles and it's gonna be within yourself. You're gonna doubt a lot, but just stick to it. You're gonna come into up to um, obstacles with like your high school, um, I mean your education, whether it's high school, junior high school, elementary school, your friends, you're gonna have to do, like don't be offended, Yeah, talk about it. There is so much ignorance when it comes to, and ignorance is a bad thing, it just means lack of knowledge. Just educate them. And so have patience, make sure that you're that advocate because there will be nobody else. Mm -hmm. Don't wait for people to give it to you, you go out and get it, you have to. Because a closed mouth doesn't get fed, right? Yeah, yeah. And it is just perfect for this situation. And as days go on, you will see it's, it's very rewarding, the progress, and it's little things. Like we on these groups and stuff, they see things like, "Oh, my kid was able to like take a shower." Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like little things like that. Like that life could always be worse. Yes, and you sometimes just don't know when you're in it. Yeah, and so when you see these little successes, yeah. you're like, "Wow, we yes. we made it through that hurdle. It yes. could have been worse." Yep. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for being my guest, Heather. Thank you, Sandra. I appreciate it. It was so good seeing you yeah, and talking with thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you for um, tuning in to this special episode called Special Needs Parents with Heather. And that's a wrap. Bye. Bye.